Hi, listener. This is one of the most favorited We Are Liars podcast episode. We hope you are enjoying your binge and we appreciate you so much for listening. Yeah, we're currently on hiatus, but we'll be back recording season two on October 26th. We hope you send in your season two thoughts to weareliarspod at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow our podcast network for the latest updates on Instagram and TikTok at Total Betty Podcast Network. Welcome back to the second episode of We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we are discussing episode two of season one titled The Jenna Thing. Original air date June 15th, 2010, written by I, Marlene King, directed by Liz Freelander. So before we get into the episode, I actually wanted to, I want to thank everyone, first of all. We had such sweet comments coming in people liking our first episode the downloads we're just super happy that you are here and we're glad that you're on this journey with us michelle's journey of pretty little liars yes it's so exciting and also thank you to everyone who left us reviews and thank you so much for leaving a review if you've listened to the first episode and you liked it and you haven't left a review that would be super sweet no pressure but i I was thinking because on our other podcast we're naming them the panther of the week yeah and like do we name them the liar liar of the week the liar Mm. is that weird because they're not lying about our pretty of the week we'll come up with that yeah i wanted to also read some words of wisdom from the betty that we've been the the reception for Pretty Little Liars and just what's to come for our journey which I know what's to come but Michelle does not I do not so from Brit C they said one thing to keep in mind this is not like the other teen dramas the Pretty Little Liars world is not real life you'll see what I mean as the show goes on (laughs) Norman Buckley our favorite teen drama director likes to say that the PLL world is a hyper adrenalized reality if you accept that then i think you'll love it or you'll love to hate it okay i mean down for either lauren p states i love pll and this is my fourth time rewatching. <laughs> what four times bless your soul sweetie <laughs> they say it's nostalgic for me because it reminds me of a simpler time also there are so many t- twists and turns that i find new surprises every rewatch I can understand that of what you've talked about and just watching these first two episodes. Yes. I get that. Thank you, Laura, for sending a sweet email. I will show Michelle because I don't think there's any spoilers in there. Debbie says, time to pull out my murder board. Every rewatch, I seem to learn more. Can't wait for this journey with you ladies. (gasps) Kiana says, if you think Gossip Girl was ridiculous, just you wait. Michelle will need her corkboard with pictures and string. Should I make that up here? We should. You know what? You know what? Let's, let me well, get the green, the green screen, screen and then point. And then I can make it. Oh, that. Oh my God. No, that's such a, I already know the visual. That is perfect. Yeah. And then I can point for a visual podcast. So then you can see us pointing because yes. them hearing this, they're like, what, they're are like, what do you about? mean? No, yeah. we're actually on YouTube. So yeah. check us out. Yeah. And some newbie thoughts from Will says wow this show took one tree hill and gossip girl mixed them and turned them up to an 11 also 
He has complained about the synchrony of all the texts going on at the same time. That is super unrealistic to him. And he doesn't understand how people can get past that of their phones, all their connections syncing up at the exact same time. It's not reality, but he will get past it. What do you mean when they all get the texts at the same time? The the chances of everyone's texts at the same time in 2010 going through, I don't think is realistic what's the fantasy he's saying what's the fantasy world it's supposed to be from a so he'll get over it wow i didn't even think about that but now i will and also too soon to tell but he says maya and emily might be the new fave early couple in the tb universe like the beginnings of their relationship (laughs) what i'm not going to knock you will but that is the most ridiculous thing i've (laughs) ever heard on this podcast and I stand by that statement we'll see all right so the summary for this episode flashbacks from Arya Spencer Hannah and Emily's past occur when blind girl Jenna shows up in Rosewood Arya tries to stay away from her English teacher Ezra Fitz and Emily and Maya share a short kiss that did not happen in this episode right well maybe we didn't see if they shared the right but why put that night. in the summary unless i have a different summary but i don't think i do yeah i have a cocktail tonight i'm calling it our pretty little poison can we cheers yes we should cheers okay pretty little poison <laughs> click <laughs> clink this is titled goodnight kiss <laughs> It's delicious. Can you express what you said about bitters before we went live? I said I love bitters because it might be mental, but as soon as the bitters goes down the esophagus and the effervescence bubbles in my belly, all the gas and bloat goes away. (laughs) Bitters. I should be on the PR team for bitters. (laughs) Bitters. For every upset stomach. <laughs> so the goodnight kiss is an actual cocktail, which is bitters poured over a sugar cube. You top it with some champagne. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's a new threat to these girls' lives, a anonymous that's been happening. We pick up right where we left off. Minutes after the funeral or that evening, the girls are at the grill and they're chatting because they can't believe that Allie is dead and also who is this person that knows all of their secrets the secrets that only Allie knows I said this to list off air because I rewatched the first episode mm-hmm. and I feel like no one's really that upset and I know everybody's dealing with their internal struggles but I feel like Emily she she's a gorgeous sad face Emily is taking it the worst yes and I feel like it's it's showing yeah. in a genuine way. And I know she, everybody, like I said, is struggling with her own identity, as mm-hmm. we'll see. But it just, every other person just seems kind of, yeah. I don't know. Aria has been removed from the situation yeah. for a year. So she didn't really have to deal with people missing Allie. Right. And then Spencer is just always wrapped up in what can get Spencer ahead. And Spencer is very focused on her studies so we know where her head's at and Hannah she's taking it differently too like she's not outwardly upset I think she probably just hasn't like really come to the realization of what has happened so 
They're all grieving differently, but Emily's for sure taking it the worst. Yeah. So Spencer tells the girls that Allie shared with her that she was dating an older guy that had a girlfriend. So they had to keep it secret also probably because she was underage. (laughs) Let's be real. There's a lot of underageness going on here. You think? The girls think, well, maybe this person knows what happened or maybe is responsible for what had happened to Allie. So they toy with the idea of potentially telling the police but then if they tell the police then the police will investigate further into the girls where therefore figure out more of their secrets and go digging and maybe somehow get them back to the jenna thing we teased the jenna thing last week but this week we find out the jenna thing what what the thing is with the the jenna so jenna's back at school And the girls are on edge because they are solely responsible for her blindness. And you did predict like, okay, the girls obviously have something to do with Jenna being blind. We show a flashback, which I love seeing flashbacks of the girls one night in Emily's room. They're trying on all these outfits that Allie, I guess, has got. And they're having this like real quintessential girls like slumber party and like being like, oh my God. Like, I felt like I was watching an American and Ashley movie. Yes. The giggling and throwing <laughs> The giggling and, like, holding up clothes <laughs> and, like, yes. freeze-framing on it. Yeah. As they're trying on clothes, Allie immediately runs to the window and she's like, Ew, he was spying on us. That, that freak, Toby Kavanaugh. And so she wants to retaliate. So the girls are like, well, let's just maybe tell the cops. And she's like, we could, but it's not fun that way. So she makes the girls go to the Kavanaugh slash Marshall household. They bring a stink bomb and Allie's going to throw the stink bomb in an empty garage. I think we learn later Toby has a motorcycle. So I think it was Toby's motorcycle with the garage and she wanted to, I guess, throw a stink bomb in there. A stink bomb is to smell up the place, right? Or do these things like actually, I don't really know how this works. Yeah, no, it's usually, I think, just a silent and it smells. And it smells. Jenna's related to? Stepbrother and sister. Is that who originally walked her into the yes, funeral? But, yes, Toby. But we haven't we don't, seen. We don't see Toby in this episode. We just reference Toby. Do we ever see Toby again? Yes, we do. Okay. And he's recasted. <laughs> so the first Toby we see in the first episode is forever a different Toby. Sorry. So Toby wasn't in the garage. Nobody was in the garage. But then Allie looks around, lights the stink bomb, throws it, looks around again and goes, oh shit. And the girls run and at that point, the whole thing blows up. And Jenna was inside. Do you think she saw Jenna? I think after the fact, she lit it, threw it, looked around and then happened to maybe see Jenna and was like, oh shit. I thought she said, oh shit, after it exploded. No, it didn't explode yet. She's like, we got to get out of here. And the way... that's how I interpreted it I don't remember if that's like what actually happened that makes sense but I was like well maybe she did see Jenna and was like oh I just royally fucked up well then why wouldn't she say run because the girls were gonna then be caught I guess or that she would have seen them all or something that's she didn't see anything ever again after that wow it's real messed up it's so incredibly sad because of this so Allie does we see more of this jenna thing come yes the jenna stuff still goes on because there's still more to talk about no absolutely still more to talk about and you know 
the girls are responsible for it. Yes. And so uh, mainly Allie is. And the girls, they tried to talk her out of it, but not hard enough. And they wanted to go home. And then they felt like they were uncool or Allie wasn't going to like them anymore if they did it. So we understand why. It just was really unfortunate. Yeah. So to sum up the girls in present day, we will start with Hannah. It's breakfast time. Her and Ashley have their coffee. I just like everyone's like coffee scenes. I was like how everyone drinks their coffee differently. And they're watching the news and our detective Wilden is on and he talks about the actual cause of death being suffocation, which is awful, beyond awful. Yeah. They said first head trauma and then blunt force head trauma and then suffocation. And as we know, Ashley had been seeing the detective to get Hannah out of the stealing of the sunglasses and Ashley says oh don't worry about it we're never going to see him again because Hannah is upset she's like I'm sorry that you have to do this and Ashley's like he's not coming back (laughs) well we go to school and we meet Hannah's boyfriend Sean very briefly later the two are studying and you know she's like he's cute Let's do a little something. And like- so she goes and she gets him a soda and he, she refills a soda and he's like, what's going on here? And so they start to, you know, kiss and he's like, we can't go there because we won't be able to stop. And she's like, well, why do we have to stop? And it's alluded that he is saving himself, I guess, for marriage. Doesn't actually say that. And we find out his dad is a preacher. And Hannah asks, OK, well, does this have something to do with your dad? And he says, no, 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 this is my thing. This is me. <laughs> but you have to like sympathize with her in a way where absolutely you know she is this girl that has self-image issues and is starting to feel good about herself and the guy that she liked is now interested in her yeah and but he does say i liked you then and i like you now like it doesn't that doesn't change how i feel about you like yes i'm into you like that i'm just not ready for that i don't know how i feel about this guy Okay. Maybe I'm not supposed to feel anything for him. I don't think it's wrong of him, obviously, to save himself. That's a completely personal decision that no one should ever be judged about. But they're obviously not on the same page. No, I had two thoughts. Either he's gay or Mm. he's cheating. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so you don't think him his abstinence is genuine i want it to be okay i don't think it is okay i hope i'm proven i like this i like this prediction at that point though ashley comes home and then slowly after darren comes in with thai food and ashley's like okay sean needs to leave and obviously hannah's so upset she's like are you kidding me i thought you said we were done with this guy and now he's walking into her kitchen and they're gonna eat in the dining room and it's like they're like a big happy family and hannah's like i'm none about this and then later she's shopping with mona and the detective is in the mall parking lot and hannah's like listen okay (laughs) i'll do whatever i need to do i'll do community service whatever just stay away from my mom and he's like well i know you guys were drinking that night and you don't really want to tell me anything about it, but that's not your mom's hot and all, but it's not going to get you off from like, if you know what happened to Allie. So I don't understand why we're still sleeping with her then. Right. Cause she probably, cause he just wants to sleep with her now at this point. Yeah. And I guess stay close to the source so he can get what he thinks he needs and wants. Right. Which I, I don't know. Yeah. That's just really gonna, 
yeah benefit it's not benefiting anyone i don't think for him well it's really i think he thinks him. well i, I think, guess yeah, he's he, getting he thinks, some he thinks it's benefiting him right, and right. he's getting some exactly <laughs> right, right okay over to aria so we have breakfast at the montgomery's they're having their coffee byron mentions he's going to be working late again and aria immediately pops up like what's that about and ella's like oh come on really and he's like yeah you know i took a year off and now I'm back and I'm slammed. And Arya makes like real comments like, what about your family? Your family comes first. And I love Ella doesn't say anything. Now, is Ella just playing naive? You know, obviously. So I, do. I don't know who I'm talking to the abyss. And <laughs> well, you're just you. you're, you're I, posing I, a question to yourself. Right. Like, I'm like, does she actually know what has happened in the past? And she's just trying to brush it off. Or is this her character of just like. She I'm doesn't just, get into con- conflict. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm just going to keep everything surface level. We're not going to go too deep. Right. I mean, she does say to Byron, like, what was up with that with right. you and Arya? And he's like, oh, she's a crazy teenager. You know how that goes. And then for one second, you think Ella's like, huh? But then she's like, with her hand on her, you know, chin, like, hmm. Right. So is like this happy at the end? Is this the character Ella is? She wants to touch on it. And then when Byron shuts it down, she's like, OK, we're shutting it down. To be determined. Yeah. If she continues that path. OK. So Arya heads to school. She sees Mr. Fitz. She gives him a paper that states she'd like to be transferred out of his class. Now, this whole plot is I'm trying to navigate like what the purpose of her transferring out of the class so Ezra says I can keep my feelings at bay Arya says I can't and he's trying to talk her out of not getting withdrawn from the class so I'm like well what purpose is that serving if she stays in the class that means you guys can you can physically see each other in person but are you cutting things off outside of class or if she's not in your class, is that giving you the okay to do things outside of class because now she's not in your class? I was like, where is the line of like, I don't get like what's happening here. Are we, we're just, I know like the whole premise is like, we're navigating feelings. We don't really know where we stand. It's so wrong. It's she so- knows it's so wrong. She knows she should not be involved with her yeah. teacher. So I think she's trying to take the high road and be like you know what this is messy goodbye right. okay I'm so out. you thought she was closing the door on that chapter I mean I know she wasn't it's like this is so wrong it's right type deal I think she was just trying to think she was doing the right thing she was she should have continued why the fuck did it get declined maybe it's too late in the semester lack for of space her to, right they didn't have space for her in another class so it gets denied she sits down they have a look and it's almost like, I can't tell, are we happy? Are we sad? Are we, in, we're indifferent about it? Did you like this shot of him giving her the look and then over his shoulder just says, innocence, written <laughs> on the chalkboard? <laughs> I was like, way to go. So poetic. Wow, it's not, it's, it's her innocence. Yeah, it's. But nobody innocent in this situation. I, I hate this. I hate this a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll try mm-hmm. to not say this so much. I don't want to be negative and get those negative reviews. <laughs> That's we like this show. We love Ezra and Aria. My ship forever. No, we will Please be as, as candid as possible. I'm, we're never going to sugarcoat anything here. But 
it's inappropriate. That's it's what it comes it, down to. Incredibly inappropriate. And they don't know where to go from here. They know they have a connection. They're very attracted to each other. They're have a very they're very connected on a lot of levels. Yeah. It's just the age difference. Yeah. And the fact that she is his student. Right. Uh, right. So if all of those factors were gone, then yeah, in a perfect world they could be together. But now because of those factors they can't and they don't really know what to do later on she goes to see it happened one night with her mom Ezra happens to also be there because (laughs) it's his favorite movie too oh it's Arya's favorite movie of course it is so Ella meets Ezra for the first time Mr. Fitz oh he's so young Arya talks about you a lot making it really awkward come on mom don't embarrass me in front of my very young very adorable teacher but of course that's what mothers do she walks in she tells aria oh my god and he's so cute and then she tells him hey come sit with us in the theater Mm, i know it was weird but there was all they were the only three people in that small theater if i was a mom i would be like oh that might be a little awkward for my kids so i never like hey come sit with us i think my mom would absolutely invite the teacher over and i'd be glaring and you'd be mortified it'd be awful because that's something my mom would do yeah her mom just like loves people and loves like chatting i mean granted when you're in a movie theater you're probably not doing that and so aria is in the middle of her mom and ezra and both her and ezra are like oh my god this is so incredibly awkward and they probably leave the theater like not speaking to each other and they really again don't know where they stand and i think it's only been like one day after they saw each other at ali's funeral because it seems like it was the next day after the funeral and maya says to emily like oh how did it go so i feel like it's only been about a day since they've spoken to each other in person because i doubt they're calling or texting each other they they made out at the grill then they made out at the funeral right and then that was it. They don't show you like they've been texting all day. Like no. they don't show you that. So like they just have this instant connection. They can't this bond that doesn't seem to be broken and they don't know where to navigate it again because it's the teacher and student and it's an underage situation. <laughs> Keep reiterating that. So after the awkward encounter, Aria is walking home with her coffee the next day. It starts to pour and of course Ezra's driving by in his car they see each other she doesn't know if he's going to stop and say hello he does stop she gets in the car the car pulls out just enough so it's like they're hidden in all in slow motion by the way I'm just trying to paint the scene here for you lots of slow motion going on and they ferociously make out in the car I think this scene could have been shot way better oh and or maybe edited better the slow-mo of like Oh, that part, not like the making no, out no, part. No, not that, but just like slow mo. Zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom it was out. It's very 90s television. Yeah. But I guess this is just for, you know, that like, oh my God, spilt up, pent up. Right. And again, we couldn't say each other at the movie theaters. I wanted to say so much to you yeah, at my mom, yeah, with, yeah. you know, but my mom was there. And, uh, you know, they make out in the car. He drops her off, I guess. In the PLL world, mm. is this a couple shipped? A hundred percent. We'll get there. It was never a couple I shipped. And I'll just say that right now. In the chat. I have a couple and it's not this one. We have a live chat <laughs> with our patrons and they were making comparisons to chair. Well, I guess because it's a car. I was just joking. You know, this toxic couple on Gossip Girl was chair. Right. But at least that was age appropriate. Age appropriate. 
I don't think they're on the same level as chair, but it's just, it's a very exhausting journey. I'll just leave it at that without giving away too much. What's their ship name? Azaria. Okay. It's <laughs> nice. And there you go. It is actually a nice ship name. Azaria. There might be good ship names on this show. We might keep that one. Okay. We'll see. So she returns home. She's soaking wet, even though Mike and Ella just got back from getting the food and they're dry. I guess the rain had passed them. Yeah. Good point. I think because it was torrential pouring. Well, and then she got in the car and she probably stayed in the car with Ezra for a little bit. And then like Mike and Ella kind of beat the rain and just went in. And I like she that. stayed soaking. I like that we're talking about the logistics of who stayed wet and who got Of course. This is, dry. Like, this is a shit I'd think about. Well, I it also up at night. thought about that. But I was like, maybe they had a car and maybe the sun. But like you probably checked the weather. Why didn't you grab an umbrella or a hood? It's Aria. She loves the dramatics. And also making out in the rain. Who doesn't? In the car. In the car. Because you have to be hidden. Wet, but she returns home and Byron stops her. The audacity on this fucking motherfucker. I'm just saying. You need to be more careful because mommy, you know, can't know. I don't want to bring it up because that would just make it worse. You cheated. It wasn't a cheat. It was an affair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so then Arya's like did you love her do you still see her and he says i do still see her she works at the college however i am not involved with her anymore and i did have very strong feelings for her and my feelings got the best of me and then you see her Arya's wheel is turning oh and also the comparison of byron was her teacher yeah So it's like, oh, teacher, student, the, you know, parallels here. I can sympathize with my dad because I can see how Ezra's feeling. So she kind of like lets it go. Yes. And she has come to terms with it because she can see herself in this situation. The shift in her. It was like night and day. Yeah. And also it's like, okay, wow, this is a good example. Let me follow suit. If my dad can do it and an adult. It's so bad. It's so bad. It is, oh my god wow it is absolutely awful she's saying hey you know okay so i'll keep my dad's secret then it's fine and my mom won't know and we'll be another big happy family i won't go out th- tonight we can eat all of our chinese food together and enjoy it and then aria gets a text a text from a it says when students kiss teachers someone gets hurt that's a promise i'll keep a xoxo xoxo gossip girl all right, on to Emily. So things with Maya are continuing to heat up. The two are hanging out a lot. They're liking their alone time. They're definitely flirting and it's not weird. Maya said, can I have your coffee? And Emily doesn't act weird towards it. How do you feel about sharing drinks? I know you don't like it. I will only share drinks with people I, I um, are trustworthy. Yeah, like no backwash. My sister was never a trustworthy person. Same with my sister. Brandy could be a little untrustworthy. Yeah. Depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. This is like a (laughs) habit of mine. If I'm drinking out of a can and I'm going to share it with someone, I have to wipe off the top after they drank it with my hand. And but like make it where it's like not obvious because I don't want them to feel bad. But I will do it every single time. Yeah, because it's gross. Because it's gross. Yeah. So I don't love to share a drink. How about when someone's like, hey, try my drink, and there's a straw. I never Ooh, no, will no, drink no, no, no. someone's no, straw. No, I open it. Or if it's a glass, <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I, won't. I try to go on the opposite side. Same. And if someone drinks out of my straw, I like throw try it to, away. I throw it away or I flip it. 
Which is gross. I like to oh, wipe it. It's like the same. Yeah, I usually like throw <laughs> it out. I'm like, yeah, mm. I'm not too keen about the drink sharing. Yeah. I was just curious. But, but in this scene, know. she says, I'll share, I'll have some of yours. I'll rather have some share of with yours. you. So that's supposed to be like a. Yeah, like our mouths are having the same. No. Ugh. No. Uh-uh. No, no. And then Maya says to Emily, like, how are you doing? That's so stupid for me to ask. Of course, you're not doing well. I wanted to go to the funeral, but I didn't know her. And Emily's like, that's okay. Of course, I understand. And so they hug and they have an intimate hug. And then Pam comes in. She's like, what happened? And Emily's like, oh, this is Maya. And Pam goes to shake her hand. But Maya immediately goes to hug because that's the type of person she is. And so Pam invites her to sleep over because Maya has been talking about how police are still coming to her house and people are going in her backyard to give like put candles down for Allie. And so she hasn't really gotten a lot of sleep. And so she wants to kind of get out of her house, which is perfect opportunity because Pam's like, hey, sleep over, stay in Emily's room with her. And they're like, yes. Well, yeah, I know that worked out. But where are Maya's parents? Do I we meet them again? We do. I or think ever? We do. We meet them. I don't think that many times i know for one specific time i can remember but i think they are supposed to be there we're just like not really caring or referencing them because they're not relevant to the story okay they just are. made it seem like hey come sleep with us sleep over we'll take care of you it made it sound like oh your parents are not around right I, they might not be around either yeah I don't really remember much about maya's parents to be honest but I'll, i I'll i know that. that we will meet them at least once okay Throughout that day, Maya is also meeting other friends of Emily. So she does meet Spencer and she's like, wow, Spencer's intense. And then she meets Ben, who's Emily's boyfriend. Ben is annoying as sin. He's so bad. He's problematic. (laughs) Like that's just so gross. Just leave. He's, He's obnoxious. Yeah. So he has lots of comments about lesbians. He like loves to comment on that. Like poking the bear, like poking at it. Why are you commenting about this? I'm your girlfriend and that's my friend. Imagine Aunt being like, you guys are hanging out, <laughs> lesbians. Like, or not, what? Right. Or just like, are you guys going like, to kiss? Make out? Are you going to hold hands? Are you going to yeah. hug? Like, who says that shit? But, uh, but it's high school and he's just a dumb, stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> dumb. And you can tell, though, there's not like much going on between Emily and. Ben. Yeah. And she's obviously has her sights set on someone else. And so they have their sleepover and it's super cute. And they're both like the middle of the bed. So they kind of stay more towards the middle. So they're like cuddling and their hands are being held a little bit. And then Emily gets a text in the middle of the night from A naturally and says, did you get a good night kiss? Here's one from E. Here's one from me. XO. A. So the next day at school, Ben is teasing Emily again. Like, hey, Maya, did you guys have a good night? And Maya's like, I slept like a baby. And she's like, she's not feeding into it. No. She's like, you're stupid. And Emily's like, leave it alone. Like, she's getting upset because you're you're making fun of like mocking her like her friendship like it's it's so silly and so then maya gets out of the car and to prove to ben that i know i understand like the premise like i'm not happy with myself i need to explore what i think i like yeah which is her boyfriend which honestly if you're gonna go for any guy it wouldn't be that one 
well comfort and convenience but i that, right. i think that was to show like oh no i don't have feelings for girls right there like, is that was me in, an internalization of no 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 what yeah. you're saying is not true and I need to prove to you it's not true. I'll prove to myself it's not true. But then later on, she is crying in her room. She's po- thinking about her day and, and even Allie's death. And her mom comes over and she's like, oh, you know, just give it time. I know you're grieving. And she's like, no, I just think there's something wrong with me. And Pam doesn't read into it at all. She's like, there's nothing wrong with you. You were a grieving girl who lost her friend. Get together with the girls, do something special to honor Allie and get, you know, get the group back together again. And so Emily's like, well, without Allie, like we weren't really a group. And she's like, well, you need to still be friends because you're mourning Allie. Like you bring together to remember Allie. Yeah. And how would Pam pick up on what she's really going through? Right. Emily doesn't flat out say like, I am confused about my sexuality. Right. Right. So she's like, I feel like there's something wrong with me. Yeah. And I feel like Pam didn't pry. Like, well, what do you think is wrong with you? No. She's just like, no, you're, there's nothing wrong with you. Right. You need Perfect. to just talk to your friends. So it was, it's, I don't know. It's just not questioning. It's like, I don't want to say it's bad parenting. One, I'm not a parent, so I don't want to judge. Right. But. It was kind of like that. Let's just brush this and make it better. I do care. It's a brush. Well, everything is a brush over to not get deep. Yeah. Right. Right. And Emily is a pretty deep person. Like she's not allowing herself and probably throughout her childhood was not allowed to really go there. Well, we saw that with Pam even saying like, oh, my God, I can't believe Arya's parents let her. Right. There's there's no like. Just. There's just no... There's no safe space. Exactly. There is no heart-to-heart, realistic, life-challenging questions that are posed there at the dinner table. And so you put the Band-Aid. And unfortunately, I think Emily's whole life has been a Band-Aid thus far. Yeah. She goes to sit at the grill and she's looking down at her bracelet, her Emily bracelet. And we get a flashback of when Allie gave all the girls their own name bracelets and then Allie says to Emily, hey, Em, can you put mine on for me? And definitely pries and pokes the bear again, says, I know you want to. Well, yeah. I mean, didn't we alluded to that? Though. We definitely we we keep doing it. Yeah. We keep talking about that Emily is in love with Allie, basically. I got it that they something happened between the two of them. Well, right. And A says that. I thought I was the friend you kissed or, you know, they make it seem like it was both ways. Right. But you can tell how much Emily loves Allie because she's obviously the one dealing with with it the hardest. Yeah. Uh, And now we have to talk about Spencer, who (laughs) Spencer is a fun time. I loved Spencer in this episode, actually. I did, Um, too. She's my favorite. Yeah. She's she's feisty. She is focused on making varsity field hockey and her studies all at the same time. She juggles a lot all the time. So she's out for a bite. I guess it's supposed to be this like family dinner. The mom is somewhere. She comes home tomorrow, they say. So I guess in the next episode, she'll be there. We'll meet her. Um, Yeah, we'll meet her. And Spencer tells her dad about she wants to take a class at Hollis, but just for fun, like not for academia. And he's like, what's the point of that? That's that's stupid. So I noticed she was reading, I think, Decor magazine. Oh, I think I think she was. So was it like a 
interior design type of class, architectural design Good class. Good pickup. Good pickup. That's what I picked up from that. That's a great pickup. I didn't even pick up on that. And this is my third time watching the episode. Yeah. I don't know if that matters. No, I'm sure. Right. Because why would they put that magazine? She could have been like texting. Why did they put the magazine in there? Or reading or something. Yeah. But then Ren and Melissa come in and they order drinks and Spencer like jokes around like, I'll have a vodka soda, vodka seltzer. And Melissa was like rolling her eyes like, how dare her be so embarrassing? And so then Melissa says, hey, should we play our highs and lows? (laughs) And I love this part when Ren's like, what? What's that? And Spencer's like, what? You guys don't play in the bedroom? I cackled. Every time I watched it. So the gist is, obviously, you say you're one high of the day, one low of the day. And so Melissa goes first and hers is the overachiever. And Peter says his overachievement. And then it gets to Spencer and Spencer can't think of anything. And then Ren's like, what did he say? He found a good parking spot. And the two of them are joking. And Melissa's like, he's just kidding, dad. Like, he takes things seriously, I swear. And as we see, Ren is sneakily passing his drink over to Spencer so she can have the vodka seltzer that he ordered in honor of Spencer. Yeah. Ooh. Ew. <sighs> Ooh. How long have Melissa and Ren been together? I don't know. I think they said it last episode. Did I they say remember. it? Maybe they didn't. They were They were not. Were they engaged? They're engaged. They were engaged. I'm 99.999% right? right. they're engaged. Okay. Yeah. I thought so too. I don't know how long they were dating at this moment prior to being engaged they're not engaged anymore i don't think later that night spencer is studying ren just takes it upon himself to walk into her bedroom to ask if she needs help to ask for a little another rub it up dub and she's like no i'm good ew he's so inappropriate and he's really forcing his way in there she's kind of just like i'm studying i should get back to studying what can you help me on like you know i don't need your help and then he gets really close to her and then makes a pass at her and goes and leans in and kisses. And of course, she kisses him back because she is attracted to him. But Melissa sees. Yeah. She sees it. The next day, Spencer wakes up and Ren is packed his bags and he's going. Is he on the island? He's not on the island. Damn it. I kind of would have been was. okay if that was the it. <laughs> he's not it. on the island, but you can assume that the engagement is off. Yeah. Ren's a turd. Yeah. So to sum up the rest, we have the girls in school with Jenna. They haven't seen Jenna in, I guess, over a year. She was apparently at a school in Philadelphia for the blind. And every time the girls are around her, they literally freeze. They do not know what to do around her. Now, was Jenna anyone significant before this incident? You mean in in like the school? Yeah. Or she, you'll see... I'll give you a background. She was new to town and she was at a competing spot for like Allie. Okay. Cause I get that vibe. You get Georgina vibes from yes. her. So every time Jenna's in the room, the girls like don't know how to act around her. And then Aria invites her to sit with them at lunch because I guess she feels guilty. And Jenna's like, you guys are like lame. Like what happened to you? Why are you so quiet? I'm the blind girl is here. Like you can say blind. It's not a curse word. And then all their phones go off and um, Ace says, if only she could see how guilty you look. I just love that she passed the phone. She's She's like, like, here, Spencer. Don't you need to read this? You need to get this. That was great. Yeah, it was great. 
Great. The girls do end up getting called into the principal's office so that Wilden can interrogate them in school. This would never happen. This would never, ever happen. He tells them it sounds like their story is rehearsed. And as they're walking in, even the week, they get a text from A saying, dead girls walking. Yeah. And he's like, you guys sound rehearsed. This is exactly what you told me last summer. And they're like, because it's the truth. Like, we have nothing to hide. We don't know anything. And, and the, but the only thing that they're hiding is that they were drinking. That right. Night. <laughs> okay. That's what I was going to reiterate. They're like, we can't tell our secret. It's like, the secret is that we were drinking. Okay. If we tell it, they'll look into that. And what's to look into? Right. And and Wilden already knows that they were drinking. Well, not see a graphic, but like when you have a dead body, you can see it, the substances that are in the person's system. Right. If True. even, you know, Allie was drinking, that means the other girls are probably drinking too. So he's like, you guys are drinking, whatever. Like, just tell me the truth. And they're like, well, that's all we know. We don't know anything else but her being gone the, when we when we woke up that day. Um, And then we have the last scene where Spencer's taking her jog and she stops it in her tracks again <laughs> because she sees Jenna on a park bench texting and then picking up the call and saying send text yes so she can text I even th- though she cannot see she can well text. it's like isn't it voice to text i guess i i took it but as maybe send text or like to someone else saying like so you send the text yeah i love it it's super fun yeah fun fun yeah. okay so that's my summary we're gonna take a very quick break and then we're gonna come back with the segments yay we're back from your break. Hope you enjoyed. We were talking to our patrons in our our live podcast tonight. If I haven't mentioned, we are live. That's a perk. If you are a patron of the Upper East Siders tier, you can join us each month. We do a live podcast rotating between our two shows, this and Talking Texas Forever. And uh, it's fun. It's a fun time. They'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be our, our cheerleaders. So we have some trivia, goofs, and continuity. We have fruit is misspelled at the apple rose grill on the menu board. (laughs) Jenna doesn't use proper cane technique when she enters the restaurant in the opening scene. The tip of the cane should sweep to the side opposite the foot coming forward, and Jenna arcs the cane the same direction as her step. You know, the actress is not blind. (laughs) Right. After the breakfast, Arya leaves the table and says, love you, Ella, where she should be saying, love you, mom. Now, I saw this on the captions twice. It does say, love you, Ella. When I listen to it, it sounds like she says, love you, mom. I heard love you, Ella, and I just thought it was her calling her mom by her name. Right. So I didn't take it as anything but then mike asked like oh did do you have any of your friends that call their parents by their first name and i was like oh i didn't even think of it like that because i thought she just said mom yeah i have friends who call their parents by their first name yeah i mean like i'll do it but i don't do it all the time krista called her mom trishy that's all she called her was trishy never mom yeah so towards the end of the episode aria is walking out of the coffee shop she has dry hair It is raining, but she is under an awning, so her hair should still be dry, but it's wet. And the camera changes. She steps out from the awning, and her hair is already wet. There's a clock in the Marin's kitchen over the stoves, which wasn't there in the pilot or other episodes. At the end of the opening scene, the view from the outside shows that the tables the girls just got up from had been cleared, even though the table had been in partial view since the girls got up and nobody cleared it. 
And when Ren and Spencer are talking in her room, you can see a member of the crew in the reflection of the glass <gasps> closet window. No way. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. These are so good. They're like fun to they read. They are fun. Yeah. Is this all on the wiki? No, this was for, I think, from IMDb. But yeah, this is good. Some good trivia. I wish I could bring fun stuff. I feel like mm. Talking Texas is lacking, man. The yeah, trivia. but it's like we have such a love for I that know, show know, that I, know, I, I just feel like it's just all a love fest and doesn't matter. So music. We have Katie Herzig, Jackie James, Jules Larson, Josephine, Ben Rector, Carrie Kimmel. How would you say that? Do you think that is Evo Love or Evolve? Because Evolve doesn't have the extra O. Say evil, evil love, love. <laughs> but I've been toying with it and I can't find it anywhere, so I'm just gonna call it evil love. If that's not the band's name, I apologize. You didn't, you didn't try to search for it. Or I did, did, no, I did, but there wasn't any pronunciation of it like anywhere. Oh. I was like, okay, Brooke Wagoner and Sweet 17. So, as I said, Mike does ask us the question about if your friends call their parents any by their first name. I can't recall anyone, I guess, besides Krista that would. That called their mom exclusively or their dad exclusively their first name. It was like a term of endearment. <laughs> right. Even though it was their name. Right. He also asks, out of all five, Allie included, which character were you most like in high school? Who do you think I was like, Liz? Because I feel like I was not like any of these girls. I think if I, if, well, I'll speak for myself first. I definitely wasn't Spencer. I definitely wasn't Spencer. And I definitely wasn't Allie. I wouldn't say I was Aria, but I feel like I was mostly Emily, but with like a lot of Hannah emotions. Yeah. <laughs> like my, my home life was very Hannah. Yeah. And my, my, I was, not that I was reserved, but I definitely was like a, uh, afraid to get in trouble. So I feel like I was Emily in that way. I have to agree to that. Yeah. I think, well, Aria's very artsy. We'll get, we'll get there with her. So maybe you have a little Aria in you. You definitely, not that you would have a teacher <laughs> relationship, but she's very empathetic and you're very empathetic. Yeah. I think probably the Aria and the Emily, the fear in Emily. Yeah. And not, and being a little insecure. Yes. That comes with being a teenager. I think the hybrid of the two of them. Yeah. Agreed. Definitely not. Definitely Allie, not though. Allie. Definitely not Allie. But and definitely not Spencer. I was not that overachiever. I did not care about high school. I wanted to get far from it. Mm. I liked being in college, but I hated being in high school. I was just like, oh, God, get me out of here. I loved high school and I definitely wanted to do well with my academics, but not to the not overachiever. Like that. No, she was she's on, another, on another level. Yeah. Who out of the five would you most likely be friends with? I feel like a lot of my friends were Aria. Yeah. I could see my a lot of my high school friends in Aria. And probably Emily, too. Yeah, and Emily. I don't know if I had a... Hmm, I don't think I had an Allie. No, I don't think I not had Not in an my Allie. group. No, not and there definitely were girls like Allie. Sure, but, but in my friend not group. Not that I hung out with. Yeah, and no Hannah. I feel like you and Sam definitely had some of these girls in your group. <laughs> yeah. I different, different. I mean, not an alley. Definitely not an alley, but we had uh, probably the rest of them. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Will this Ezra Aria thing continue? Will Aria tell anyone about it? No, but she's going to keep getting the texts about it. And yes, they are going to continue. For how long do you think? I think too long. Too long. <laughs> Way too long. I don't even want to give it a timeline because I think mm. it's just going to keep going. 
I think you'll be disappointed if you give it a timeline. Right. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> you'll be like your your spirits will be broken, I think, if you give it a timeline. Mike says, is there going to be a segment each week who Michelle thinks is A, like there was for Gossip Girl? I feel like it should just be like an organic thing. If you want to predict one week that you feel like, oh, this person could be A, but I don't think we need to do every single episode because that was like really tiring for you. Yeah. Especially if there wasn't like the presence of that entity in the episode that much. If you want, like whenever you feel like I could just give a prediction about it, a small predict, if you will. Sure. And I can always throw it in with my predictions for what's to come. Well, states, maybe it's this blind girl, but I feel like it might be a misdirect. We shall see. Thoughts on Jenna as A. Yeah, I also felt that way too. Will sent that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say that like it's leading us to think it's her because send text and doesn't, it seemed like Spencer's phone went off when she saw Jenna, mm-hmm. right? So I, but it, it's too, it's too soon. We're in episode two and we're going to reveal who A is now. It's not happening. Right. Well, some will say they revealed who Gossip Girl was in the first episode. True. <laughs> and unintentionally and i don't know if this show operates the same way of we have multiple a's and the writers just haven't figured it out yet Mm. is it like that Mm. so it's gonna be like gossip girl in a way great because when you have seven seasons and you tell someone this person is a then what do you do with the the other seasons and the person and all the things okay the person who's a did they know they were a did the actor know they were a I can't tell you that <laughs> only because I don't know. But also, I can't tell you that for another reason, which I will get to maybe in another year. <laughs> another year? Maybe in like season two, I can tell you all what right. I know about something. No problem. And that's all I'll say because, yeah. I, you know. Vic says, would you move into a house that someone has died in? No. <laughs> nope. Hard no. It's a hard no. It's a big pass. Yeah. I know. Michelle is like really doesn't do <laughs> any spirit, any like she's like, goodbye. Don't talk to me. I'm not here for that. No. So I don't think she I'm would do that. I'm into, I've gone to a psychic medium to speak with my dad, but I'm not into <laughs> opening right. fellow ghosts to come. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like spooky things either. I know she doesn't. She doesn't like, I, like to be scared. No she doesn't horror movies. scary things. No, 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 no. She has said, my dad just knows like not to mess with this. She's like, he. I know he's there. <laughs> just don't bring me any signs that you're here. <laughs> like valid. Like I would be spooked out. Unless I welcome it. Unless you welcome it. You're not down. You're on not my down terms. Exactly. On my, haunt me on my terms. <laughs> Thank you. That should be a t-shirt. Haunt me on my, my terms. My terms. Yes. My body, my roles. Okay. Did you have a friend like Allie? I think we already answered that. Birds. Which underage couple is worse? Ren and Spencer, I guess. It doesn't creep. It's. Mm. No. Mm. <laughs> because Ren and Spencer are not. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. Ren, okay. Ren and, St- <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. Oh my god, not- we should call that. That's their ship name. Is just Ren and, it's Ren and, Ren Stimpy. and Stimpy. <laughs> this is so amazing. <laughs> okay, like- no, but all seriousness with Ren and Stimpy, <laughs> they're not really a couple. No, but it's just inappropriate. I I actually think Ezra and Arya are worse because it's a teacher student and it's continuing. Yeah, and it's just like this power. It, it's not good. 
It's not mm. good. And she's 15, 16. She's 16. You 15, 16. <laughs> 17. No, but, and, and he's a new teacher. It's so icky. Yeah. And even when Ella's like, you're so young. And he's, I feel like he was about to say, yeah, I literally just graduated. <laughs> Graduated. That's why I'm so young. But even if you graduate college, you're 22. Right. But let's just say you're a teacher, right? You get your master's two years. So you're 24. But yeah. 24 is 24. It's not six. It's not. Well, I, I think I had it. My in 11th grade, I had a teacher who was 23. First year I had him. Which is crazy. Yeah. And I remember he used to still live at home and his mom made him his lunch. That's like the ideal 23 right. like year old life. Got, I understood that. But I can't. Um, like I, When I think back to that and then for him to hook up with a sophomore that's it no bad yeah, really bad, bad 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 it's bad i don't know why this icks me out more than i mean ren i just think is a douche and that's inappropriate but then i think about i'm thinking about all our other shows and you have Padge and mrs Carr, right and then you yeah. had Z- luke and julie right that was not right good either but this to me is for it's the teacher student thing i feel like with julie and luke not to bring in the babes our other babes but it was like a a comedic yeah there yeah where it was like we know this is ridiculous let's not put too much weight into it and yeah you know yes and, and this is like it's serious right and with that like you said it wasn't serious and this they're trying to really sell serious and try to make us attracted to these two that these two should be together exactly and that's and i think that's why i just never gravitated towards it because i was like "Eh, yeah that's not my jam sorry creators and writers and her last question which dad from any of our total betty universes would play a good pretty little liars dad and who would be their daughter i'm trying to think of like Sandy is way too nice to be here. But Bart, he doesn't Bart keep Bass. Bart Bass. Let's resurrect him. Bart Bass would be Spencer's dad. Yes. Because he would be a hard ass. Yeah. He's Spencer has like some Chuck Bass like. Yes. She miss. does have Chuck Bass energy. <laughs> in like the best way. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, in like yeah, yeah, the yeah, real yeah. Chuck Bass yeah, way. Yeah, but, but I think Bart Bass would do really well as her dad. Yeah. What about Dan? Would Dan fit here? Dan I, Scott? Dan Scott. I feel like Dan would be like Hannah's dad. Da- the dad that like left the family, but then like maybe later on he's like, yeah, I want to come back into your life. Yeah. I love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah, I like that. There's no one. I Or Boat Jim. No, Jimmy is I Hannah's know. dad. <laughs> but here, how, okay, that's two different personnel. We have Jimmy and then we have Dan no, Scott. I know, I know, I Because Jimmy's like. I know. But Jimmy. Jimmy, we love Jimmy. We love He's an Jimmy. awful father. He's an awful father, but we love Jimmy. And we love Dan, too, but Dan did some bad Dan's shit. Dan's an awful father, too, but we loved Dan. Um, I think I think probably Jimmy. For Hannah? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Hey, kiddo. <laughs> yeah, just like, hey, kiddo, come spend the weekend at my house. Right, right, come right. Come on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Does Emily have a dad? She does. Do we meet him? We will meet him. Yeah. There's so much I want to say. <laughs> There's so much I, I want to hear. God. Not to interrupt, but Brittany says Rufus would be Aria's dad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is amazing. I was trying to think of like our other dads. No, Rufus would 100% be Aria's dad. So do you have a favorite scene or a scene that you enjoyed the most? Yeah. It's okay. the last one. The last one with Spencer and Jenna. Yeah. 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 I love that scene. I was actually going to talk about 
the scene with Emily and her mom. Even though it was hard and we didn't really get anywhere, I liked the way that Shay portrayed Emily in that scene and how she was sad, but like just lost. And I really just enjoyed that that one scene. Like I said, I think she's she plays a really good sad. She does. Like a genuine sad. Like I feel for her. I feel for Emily. You're for sure. She's doing a good job. Yeah, absolutely. What about fashion? We did have some requests to bring back a favorite outfit of the episode. I actually really like Spencer's outfit at school, the menswear inspired. Oh, I was blazer. I do like that. I also liked her plaid vest at the end. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's like, it's super, really I would wear cute. that. I, I felt like I had worn that in high school. Yeah. What about a quote? Uh, yes. I was going to email you when I got home. Spencer said that. We need to talk about this. Okay. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. All these I girls have. I completely erased that no, from no, my no, notes. No. All these girls have cell phones. And they're getting texts from A. And I'm assuming they can text with one another. So who the hell says I this ages like what what year are we i I was gonna email you when i got home she was like i'm so confused by this scene i was like yeah i don't know it was just a weird one like it just was like out of place for them to say that i don't know it also you know what also felt out of place for me felt forced was the scene when maya and emily go and they visit spencer out in her playing and like they say like words that have no meaning and then they go <laughs> like all together and then they're like spencer works. just like the the whole execution of that scene was also off to me yeah because they were like oh we need you're gonna go get caffeine do She's you like, want a latte? a latte like i just i don't know something was off about that scene it was weird it was a weird transition like i feel like almost we didn't need the scene we didn't like, we know Spencer's a hard worker. We didn't need to see that Maya knows that she's a hard worker. And I feel like Spencer was weary of Maya she was like, in that oh. scene. And then also Maya makes the weird, like, dead girl joke. Yeah. And Spencer's like, I can't, like, Nestle, I can't believe you just said that. Um, my favorite quote was, it's a game. You guys don't play it in bed in reference to the high-low. It was funny. I thought that was great. Who was your MVP this week? Jenna. Jenna? She has entered the chat. Mine was Emily, and we did get the most votes for Emily. We didn't do a three, two, one, but oh, I'm sorry. I just do you want to do three, two, one in the future going forward? I don't know. <laughs> She's staring I, at me like I'm I, like I just like had a blank stare. I'm like I don't. know. I think because we haven't done it on talking text, we, we can't do it on Zoom. No, it's a bitch so to edit. Troy. When we're in person, we'll do three, two, ones. Okay, well, let's do a three, two, do one. Do people care? Do, do you, you guys care? Vote on the three, two, one. Yes or no? Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay shittiest oh oh yeah the well 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 detective Did, well did yeah that's well bit, bit. but then i hate ren too but the detective is like i picked byron oh he sucks this. don't tell me to t- keep your secret yeah you're slimy we had the most votes for byron actually everyone voted how i voted what? All right, I'll go into a Betty of the week and then I will give you the title for next week and my awesome. secret. All right. So the Betty or Betty's of the week are. They were total Betty. They were total Betty. They were total Betty. They were total Betty. You're a 
total Betty. Jillian and Mike. Of course. Yes. And Magnificent Michael. If you have listened to Talk in Texas forever, you already know, but you guys will be represented on this platform as well. We had the best time getting to meet both of them. Mike was in New York for the weekend and it was so much fun. And the hugs were amazing. And we just chatted and gabbed like little schoolgirls, and we, we loved every minute of it we did we were just like uh, mike tell us everything about your life and your background and, and show us your family was, photos oh we were like show us who's that brother oh that's your yeah. brother okay then give me it the was history best. it was so good he also brought us canadian candy and a bagged milk pitcher bagged milk pitcher we should photograph it beautifully against our background I will. and i will make it a little a little Instagram post. I love it. I'm obsessed. Thank you, Mike. And thank you, Jillian. So thank you, Mike. And thank you, Jillian, for making the trip out and putting that weekend together. It was really fun. Yeah. All right. So the last thing is the title for next week. And I will share a secret for next week's episode. So episode three of season one is titled To Kill a Mocking Girl. How fitting since they're reading To Kill a Mockingbird in class. Hmm. She picked mm. up on that. My secret revealed... I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Is we meet Meredith, whom Byron had the affair with next week. Awesome. From Hollis. Hollis College. All right. So. Yeah. What are we going to do next week? What are your predictions? Aria knows who this woman is or just saw the back of her head. I'm pretty sure she knows what she looks like and who she is. So I'm curious if somehow Arya goes to the college or to see her dad while he's at work and then sees these two talking and maybe they're done hooking up, but Arya's going to make assumptions, but maybe she's going to keep it to herself of, I know how you're feeling, or maybe her dad catches her and Ezra and so they're going to keep each other's mm-hmm. secrets. Good thoughts. Do we get more Jenna next week? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Looking forward to that. I'm very, very interested in the Jenna thing. Mm. The Jenna thing part two. The Jenna thing part two. Yeah. I think Ezra and Arya will continue. We can't do this, but I can't help it. I can't stop thinking about you. Blah, 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 barf. (laughs) Ren is not done, but he could be done. And then the mom comes home. Spencer's mom's coming home. So yeah, I think this is going to be very much around Arya and Ezra and Byron and teacher. Meredith. Like Meredith. Okay. And keeping each other's secrets. Okay. What about Emily? I think Emily's just going to keep dealing internally with Maya. Do you think that her and Myra, Myra, Maya will eventually? I do. But in secret. Mm. And I think she's not going to know how to tell her friends. Right. So it's going to. Or gonna... her family. Yeah. I don't think she's going to tell her family mm. for like a a long time forever <laughs> or ever it's right yeah. yeah yeah okay good thoughts good thoughts i'm trying to keep my predictions not long-winded and try to keep them short and just try to okay because good. i i feel like i'm just to be transparent I'm like do, when i go on the long tangent I'm like are people's eyes starting to go glaze back over and be like so i'm like all right let me get to my point so i'm trying to like sum up my Okay. Get to the point. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we have four main girls. Right. Whatever you think is going to happen in next week's episode with the four. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well. Do you want a review? We're going to read a review. 
<clears throat> Apple Podcast review. Michelle's going to read it aloud because we have one to read this week. So thank you so much. And if you're interested in this podcast and you like it and you want to, again, rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Five stars is cool. It would be great. Just put a little review, maybe put an emoji, which we'll choose after Michelle reads the review. All right. Five stars. The best recap hosts, hmm. Seth underscore Fargus. This is the show I have been waiting for. At last, oh my, my life is complete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seth. Seth Seth has been waiting for. Seth has been waiting for this. Yeah. For a long time. But in all seriousness, thank you, Seth. Thank you, Seth. You didn't have to write a review. Well, no, do you do have to write a I mean, write but you do. Yeah. Really if you do. listen to this show and you are enjoying it, please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, like Liz said. You can also rate us over on Spotify. You can. And make sure you're subscribed so the episodes are being downloaded. Are we doing emojis for this show? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do an emoji for this week. Should we do like the bomb emoji? Oh, yes, we should. Yeah. For the Jenna thing. Yeah. Let's do the bomb emoji for the stink bomb <laughs> that went off. And you know what? That could work in an Apple podcast review. Like a bunch of bombs like firebomb. This podcast is the bomb. Da bomb, literally. Please use that. No, please write it as D-A-B-O-M-B. Because that's what we used to say, us us oldies back in da the day. Bomb. That was the bomb. Like everything was the bomb. The bomb. Yeah, and then in Clueless, that was the bomb. I know the bomb. Um, so that'd be really sweet if that was something that interests you. Please head over there, Apple Podcast, and if you're interested, our Instagram, email, PO box. If you want to send us like a handwritten note, that'd be super awesome. Tell us that you like the show, maybe your journey with the show. And we'll be back next week for episode three already. Betty season is here. Yes. I can't believe it. I'm super excited. And we'll be back with another episode very soon. Bye. Betty season. It's Betty season. It's Betty season, bitch. Hey, thanks so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast, part of the Total Betty Podcast Network. If you'd like to find out more about our network, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. If you'd like to join in on the fun with submitting questions and comments, weareliarspod at gmail.com is where you'll find us. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.